0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, how are you doing? I'm your host, Collins, and this is Perspective Wisdom. I'm glad that you could join me today. Today, I have a special guest with me. I told you I was going to get back into interviewing people, so I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick, and we will get into the topics because I'm not going to waste your time. So, Mr. Elvis, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, sir. My name is Elvis Watson. I am a property manager at Tinsley Island Park Apartments in Houston, Texas.
0: All right. So how we do this is we kind of focus on uh, regular things that go on every day, and, and we like to put emphasis on stuff that people don't really take into account. Uh So that's what we're going to do today. So I have my three questions <laughs> and I'm not going to keep you a whole long time. I mean, I might just depending on if you want to continue talking to me. But my first question is, in your industry, well, explain your industry first. So we say property manager, but how would you like explain that to somebody who never uh, came across this? They wasn't a rental leasing agent. They don't know anything about this business. How would you explain this business to them?
1: So, so what we call this business is multifamily business. So multi, so you have your commercial side and you have your residential side, and so we deal with um, housing for. Um, you know, like just regular, regular families. Right? Oh, so apartments.
0: Um, I didn't know there was a commercial side. Dude. There
1: is, there is a commercial side. Um, so on the, but it's not called multifamily. So property management can be, you know, like uh, uh, retail businesses, right? Okay. That are managed by that high strip rises. malls and stuff like well, strip that. Strip malls, yeah. It's the commercial side, and then on the residential side, which we call multifamily. Um, you know, you have apartment buildings. Uh, sometimes condos that can be considered multifamily as well
0: Hmm. all right and how long have you been in the business
1: so it will be 20 years uh, come July 2021
0: sweet baby Jesus how did you do it for so long (laughs) Um,
1: well um, you know it's it's definitely been difficult I can say (laughs) I can say that Um, you know but but in order to do something for as long as you have you have to enjoy it Right. right Um, you know, I, I've done, I've done other things besides multifamily, you know, I've I've sold cars, I've had my own insurance office, um, you know, but one of the things that you see similar in the things that I did, um, were I have sold things that people needed. Uh, So you're always
0: going to need a place to live.
1: (laughs) You always, yeah, you know, you always need a place to live and, Um, you know, whenever I was selling cars, you know, a majority of people in Houston need a car in order to get to work. You know, that's, that's, that is a need. Um, you know, insurance, insurance, everybody's got to have insurance. You got a car, life insurance, health insurance, you got to have insurance, right? right? Um, you know, so I felt like, um, you know, I wanted to sell, I wanted to sell something that people needed. Um, and that's what kind of drove me into this industry mm-hmm. uh, was, you know, the people definitely need a roof over their head. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if, if I can uh, provide a quality apartment home um, for a family um, and give them the best customer service I can – um, then that's where I want to be and I'm happy.
0: Now, there's a lot of people that are, that are hard-pressed to believe that there are folks out there that care about their happiness and well-being and in, in conjunction with also making a living for themselves. So the fact that you've done all of those different things, they all still have to do with customer service, I guess it kind of, uh, what is it, like cross
1: <laughs>
0: goes yeah. into this right here. So you love this.
1: I do. I, I I love the business because I it, it makes me happy to provide, you know, a like a like a very nice place for a family to live and be yeah.
0: happy. Okay. Yeah. So, lead it into that. All of these of other things you did and you jumped out of them. <laughs> right. So, there's no fulfillment there because a, a lot of people that I talk to, they have a hard time understanding fulfillment as opposed to just making a living and making money. So, what were your steps to getting here? Like how did you find out about this business and like, you know what I mean? Is there, is there benefits like better than being a car salesman or yeah. something like that? So,
1: <laughs> so, you know, so looking back, you know, I, uh, selling cars, let's, let's use, uh, we'll use that one as an example. Um, when I was selling cars, um, uh, I felt like in order for me to make money, uh, I had to rip people off. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> where, that's
0: the way I felt. And, Ooh, there's some honesty for you folks.
1: <laughs> and I did not think that that was fair. Right. I, I I didn't, it didn't make me feel good. You know, I didn't, uh, went home and, you know, I was depressed. You know, I mean, I was like, in order for me to make money, I had to like overcharge people and, 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 and lie and, and mm. You know, and the, to me, that that wasn't right.
0: And you know, know, there's a lot of people that feel like that's a part of the game. So, however they got to get there is they get theirs. But okay, all right, let's speak it to your personality. Continue. I'm so, I'm listening. Nah, <laughs> so,
1: so you know, and, and for me, I was like, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what do I do next? And I was, you know, and I sat there and I was like, okay, well, what is it that people need? You know, and that's that's so the insurance is what. Came to mind, right? And so I studied. Um, you know, I took classes. I got my, you know, PNC license. I opened up my own office. I got, you know, contracts for underwriting. Uh, opened up an office off of 1960 uh, here in Houston. Uh, it was doing really, really well, right? And so then you wonder, well, if, if I was doing so well, you know, why did I quit insurance, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to ask. <laughs> if you're making money, like yeah. that's usually people's goal—to be able to be financially free, you know—and whatever they do. So, what right. what happened?
1: So, within the first six months, I had uh, sold over half a million dollars in premiums. I mostly Jesus. sold to um, truck drivers, like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, we need it. We um, need it. <laughs> yeah. And they usually pay, and they you know, and they keep it for a long time. So. So yeah, you know, I I created my a a book of business, and but here was the issue. The issue was is that I did this back in two thousand, you know, ninety nine two thousand, okay. And back then, you know, people could buy insurance, Mm -hmm. and they would cancel it right after they bought it. Oh, because they would get the card, and. They when if they they got pulled over, they would just show the card and the cop would be like, Okay, you got insurance and wow. And down the road. So my issue was not the truck drivers and not the, the ones I was making the money off of. It right. was the just the normal um, you know customers, everyday customers that that needed insurance, they'd come in and they would get the policy and they would cancel it. So I would get paid commissions, but then I'd get like, you know, a bunch of commissions that I would owed back,
0: right? Oh, so when they cancel the policy, that takes away your commission. Correct. Correct. They and you so know at, that. So <laughs> at that
1: point, um, you know, I, I did have an underwriting company where um, if you came in and you know, you were not carrying insurance uh-huh. um, and, and you needed insurance, you know, that was usually a red flag if you had a lapse in coverage. Then I had a company where you know you would get the insurance and you would get a monthly card. So once you paid, you'd get your card for the next month. If you didn't pay, you wouldn't get your card. So <laughs> I used that's that. smart, right there. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good idea. So I used that one for a while, but but ultimately, uh, what it came down to was is I just didn't think that that was the right business for me. Mm. You know, I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Um,
0: was so, it because you had to govern too many things that had to do with just like normal human behavior when they're trying to get over or what was it messing with on on the inside for you I
1: felt like I didn't really get to know the customer ah okay. like I you know it, they no, usually try to make
0: insurance like it's really personable because I know the insurance person that I have. They come, they sit down on my couch, we talk for a little bit before I pay yeah, them their money. Sure, sure. <laughs> for life
1: insurance, yes, but when it comes to you know like car insurance mm-hmm. and, and home insurance, you're you just know, number. Sometimes huh? you're just a number, and and okay. I just didn't, I just didn't really, uh, I didn't that I didn't enjoy that part of it, you know, okay. because I want. My thing was, is that I wanted to be your insurance agent, but I wanted to save you money. And I wanted to give you the best policy because I look at it as what if I was you?
0: Oh, morale.
1: (laughs) That we need
0: to figure out how to infuse that back into the culture. But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. (laughs) Yeah,
1: That would would probably take two shows.
0: Uh, So 20 years ago. Okay. It, and a lot has changed and not a lot has changed you know as, as far as foundational principles go mm-hmm. um, it's just I, in my opinion I feel like people are a little bit more money hungry than they used to be sure. and, and, and that causes a lot of the deception in it so for the people who are not money hungry who don't want to deceive people how would you suggest they go about getting into the business that's question two by the way
1: <laughs> sure, sure. so getting into the apartment business Yes. Right? so let me go, so I'll go back. So after after the insurance, mm-hmm. then, then I, um, you know, decided to get into the apartment industry. And so, because I was like, you know, I can provide a roof over someone's head, the industry is fair, right. it's controlled by fair housing. Um, you know, so no matter, you know, the color of your skin, your race, religion, all that, the price is the price, that's the price, and it's fair to everybody. Right. And I was like, you know what? That's great because selling cars, you know, I could I, I could probably sell a catch a ketchup popsicle to a lady in a white dress, so, <laughs> so, if, so if I can if I can do that, you, well, know, you can imagine you know I sold cars for ten twenty thousand dollars over, the sticker price on the windshield. Wow. You know, and so
0: to me that wasn't
1: fair, right? right, right. So I can't do that And now. I've been a
0: benefactor of that. I've, in the last ten years, I've had nine cars, not because I needed them. <laughs> sure. Sure. So I understand what you're saying, but go ahead, go yeah. ahead, continue.
1: So, so I, um, you know, saw the apartment industry is like it's fair, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, how do I get into it? And so what I did was is I reached out to a temp agency. Oh. Uh, So in the apartment industry, there's temp agencies uh, that will, that will temp you out. I had no experience. Uh, I just had, you know, my business, you know, that I had before and I ended up selling my book of business. And so I had some sales, uh, but I had no experience. So I was like, well, I got to get the experience. So I went to a temp agency. Uh, there's a few different ones that the apartment industry uses mm-hmm. uh, they hired me immediately it's easy for anybody to go in they, they'll they hire you
0: like, so well, question 2 B sure. what, do you, what, do, what do you need to have like credential wise like or just a high school diploma and, and be a US citizen or do they look for something a little bit more intricate because at this point in time you got experience, you own a business, so right. they may look at you a little bit differently than they look at little Joe coming off of the street and wants to get into this.
1: So so definitely you gotta be, you know, US citizen yeah. or 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 uh, have work authorization to work in the US. Right. That that for sure. Um, you know didn't have to have a degree or anything, you know, you don't even have to have a high school diploma to be honest, you know, uh, Wow, there are actually people in our industry that do not have a high school diploma or a GED. You just have to be, you just have to be honest and make sure that they're familiar, you know, that they know these, this information because there are companies that they check it. Mm-hmm. They just want to know if you're honest or not. Right, right. right. You know, with most, um, well, most of things. course, <laughs> of course, um, you know, so, and these, you know, and I'll use this company as an example, you know, uh, so BG personnel, that's one of the companies, um, you know, literally you send them your resume, you let them know you're interested in temping, you know, they ask what you're interested in. They have, um, some training classes that they'll put you in Mm -hmm. to prepare you for whatever position, whether it's maintenance or leasing, whatever the case may be before they send you out. Um, and then they have you as a person. And then as soon as. They get an opening, they contact you and they, and they place you. So during this time, you know, I, I had, I had three jobs at the time,
0: you know, because I was in the,
1: I was, I sold my book of business. And so I was like, what am I going to do? Well, I didn't want to not work. (laughs) So, you know, I was actually waiting tables at Carrabba's. You know, I was. Oh, look at there. I was. Um, I was. Uh, I used to
0: clean windows at Carabas, when I did.
1: <laughs> so it's funny you say that
0: place. <laughs> hey,
1: you know, I had to make sure I had work, right? Right, you know, but
0: you did what you had to do in order to, to make it meet. Okay. I was. Uh, uh, I unloaded
1: trucks at Kohl's. Oh. You know, so. Because I had to have something, you know, to do at, you know, from 10 to 6 o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. I was working a lot, I was power napping. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, I can still wait tables at Carabas. I can still, I can still, you know, uh, unload trucks at Kohl's, you know, as long as I have that time during the day to work right. in the apartment industry. And so I took my first assignment and it was a Monday through Friday, you know, not, uh, you know. Eight thirty to Mm five thirty, so it was perfect. You know, I talked to my job at Carabas, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. You know, just come in as soon as you get off." You know, we worked it out,
0: right? right?
1: So after that first week, the manager there was like, "Are you interested in being my assistant manager?" So seeing
0: some potential in you,
1: so yeah, so so literally the fifth day that I was working at a temp agency, I was hired on as an assistant manager. With that company. So, All right. I would say I, in, in a way I got lucky. right? I will say that. You know, Work ethic
0: plays a, a big part in that too. Because people got to see. Sure. That you're worth taking that chance on. So quick. Okay so yeah. to see. <laughs> yeah. Just quick question. Sure. Was it. Was it enough money. To sustain yourself. By just working this one job. Or do you think like a normal person would have to have you know a side business or something like that in order to work their way into that position
1: well you know that was 20 years ago right but you know let's say let's say now um uh, yes, it's definitely enough money to, to not have to have those other jobs.
0: Okay. All right, you know, can so, say you won't. <laughs> you know,
1: it's, it, and, and people why. like to hear that
0: you know because some people are like, I'm not working for seven dollars an hour yeah. <laughs> and, oh, no. No, that's, and
1: that's and, you know that's the thing about the apartment industry. you know just uh, we'll use Houston as an example you know mm-hmm. if you're coming in as a leasing agent. Um, I don't know any companies that pay less than 1350 an hour plus okay. plus bonuses. Um, and you know, that's an entry level position, right? Um, same thing on the maintenance side. So an entry level position on the maintenance side would be a porter or groundskeeper. I've, I haven't seen anyone make less than 1350 plus bonuses. So, you know, there's so many people out there that are looking for work that need work right. and immediately they're drawn to you know fast food industry and all right. other things well and those are the things that pay range. yeah like,
0: those are the seven eight nine dollars yeah. an hour yeah so
1: getting in this industry you know at an entry level position um you're almost making double what anybody else is yeah um so so yes you can definitely you'd be financially stable you'd be making probably a minimum of thirty thousand dollars a year You know, and that is enough.
0: Yeah, it's enough to sustain sustain. you, and so you can get yourself together. Okay, all right. So go ahead, continue. I'm listening. (laughs) So after this week, uh, so to reiterate, after this week, they wanted you to be an assistant already. So how did that play out?
1: So um, you know, I went through the hiring process and and became her assistant manager. I was also leasing as well. It was a smaller property. Mm -hmm. Um, Got commissions. Um, I actually um, stayed there at that property for two years. Um, okay. and I feel like she, I got lucky as well with the property manager that, that was there. Um, she taught me everything I know, right. you know, and she genuinely cared about her residence and she genuinely cared, you know, about her apartments and the building. And, and so to learn from her, um, you know, uh, was what made me who I am. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of me in there. You know, I mean, I'm still me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you added on. You put some tools in the toolbox. Yeah, I got it. So aside from financial stability, this is when you started finding the inside. Like, this is what I want to do type thing.
1: Yeah. You know, it it I felt good, you know, like. It felt nice to provide, you know, quality apartment homes and nice apartment homes and to see the joy of the residents. And, um, you know, we'd have events and, you know, residents would come to the events and just be so thankful and talk about how awesome the team was. Right, right. It it makes you feel good. You know, it helps, it helps with your self-esteem, you know, it really does, Um, you know. And so, I mean, literally I continued to push while I was there. And this will kind of tell you how how great my manager was, you know. She she said, you know, hey, you know, I, I think that you're you're doing really well in this industry and you're going to go far, and I don't want to hold you back. Oh, and so I said, oh, she you
0: gave you room to grow. So she said,
1: she said <laughs> you should probably look for another job. Wow, and it wasn't. It wasn't because she didn't want me there, right? Right. She but, she there, but she just seen where you like, were. Okay. You're not like you're worth more than what my company is paying you, and you should tr- you should try.
0: That's good. You don't find those people every day. Yeah, I will say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you know, I I, I got an interview uh, with another company, and you know, I was, of course, my manager was fully aware. She was she knew I was going to the interview. She mm-hmm. was happy for me, um, and. Um, I got the job. It was only one property that I interviewed for. And the pay increase was 50% more than what I was making.
0: Oh, that's a dramatic jump right there. Right. That's so, actually get buffalo sauce with your chicken. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct.
1: So, you know, in, in that that large of a jump, that because of that, I was at that point, I was able to, me and my wife, purchase a home. Okay. You know, so that's whenever we purchased a home, and um, and then I stayed with that company for like ten or eleven years um, because I was well paid, right? Um, you know, and then of course i moved up, you know, in the company, and you know, within a couple of years, I became a
0: property manager. At that point, mm. so before I go into the third question, because sure. you kind of you, you kind of touched on it, and I was like, don't jump in those with with. How much would you say work ethic and education play into whatever it is that you're planning on doing? But we're talking about, you know, just this, this industry, how much would you say work ethic and education can buy play a part in how you can become a property manager?
1: So I would say that, you know, to put it simply, it's 90% want mm. and 10% skill.
0: Interesting. <laughs> so,
1: and, and you know, so in, I think that anybody can do it as long as they have the want, the desire, the care to learn, to grow, um, you know, because it takes time, mm. you know, to, to learn the skills, to get to that property manager position. You know, one of the things that I would say um, is that Right now, with younger with the younger generation, they want everything. Uh, they really want everything quicker. now. Yes, they want, <laughs> and you know, and and that can that that can happen for a lot of people. I mean, I, I've I had the opportunity back then to be a property manager a lot sooner than i than I did. Why did you uh, forego it? Because it wasn't the right time, and it wasn't the it wasn't the right business decision for that business. You know, even though they saw me as somebody who would be a great property manager. Mm-hmm. It wasn't time.
0: You felt like that. I told you
1: I, I denied I denied five promotions over a course of a year and a half.
0: Oh you I gotta haven't... explain why. <laughs> Sorry folks, I no. gotta add another one in there because I, I need to know why most people would jump at the first promotion. Jesus jumped at the third <laughs> So, so
1: you know, I, I won't go through all of them. Oh, okay. good. Um, but I will say that um, you know, the a majority of them was it's not the right time. Like you, you think that I'm ready. You think that I have all the skill set and that I'm ready. Right. But I don't want to get in there and fail you. I don't. I because I don't fail. Oh, I, I've I've never failed at anything in life
0: I like that attitude exactly. <laughs> that's how I feel about a lot of right. things so wow
1: and so for so me, it wasn't
0: the education or the, the the know-how for you it was more you like you inside go ahead I'm listening I'm, and, I'm just amazed right you know,
1: now yeah. <laughs> and, one, and I'll give one as an example you know so I was offered um a promotion to a, a large property um I mean it was like double the amount of money that I was making mm-hmm. um but the community itself, um, you know, had 70 to 80% of the property was Spanish speakers. Now you would think, well, you know, I mean, well still, why would you not take it? Right. And I said, well, in order to be a great property manager for those residents, they're going to need somebody who understands them right and understands their language. Right. You know, I can, I have a lot of, I, I, I can listen to Sp- you know, Spanish mm-hmm. and I understand it. I can't speak a lot of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with get, you. I can get through it.
0: <laughs> I can follow right? directions and I answer in English. <laughs> exactly. You know, so so for for me, I was like, no, I
1: was like, what? I told I told them, I said, you need to find a manager that's bilingual. Mm. I said, if you put me there, I will succeed. That's that's not the problem. I will succeed in that position. But if you want to, if you want a great property manager for that property and for the residents, not just me, not just you, right? but for the residents, you need a Spanish speaking manager who understands them, who can communicate with them, the residents are comfortable with to go to the manager for anything that they need. Okay? I declined that position. Guess what? They hired a manager. It was a Spanish speaker. Right? Right. Bilingual, a gentleman. All right. He went there.
0: Knocked it out the park, yeah.
1: It was the first job that he had as a property manager, and he was able to grow. He did excellent, one of the best properties in Houston at the time. And I knew it was because it was the right fit for everyone.
0: That's, that's a good character trait to have To not want to take everything for yourself And recognize when you can do good In something but sure. there's somebody Out there better that takes a lot of humility <laughs> So that flows Into the third question yeah, You can imagine my wife right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to <laughs> take her Because I know my wife would have been doing Back flips on my head right. Have you lost your mind Right <laughs> so it's always it, about money it is it, it, not not money no. but just like the prestige right. like I, I can imagine the wives at the at the table and it's like well my husband <clears> is the property manager right. <laughs> so going into the third question and the final question yes, sure. and you touched on it a little bit and i wanted to I, i'm always making an emphasis uh or, or making a point of reference for for education mm-hmm. so higher education though yeah. like yeah. college and things of that nature yeah um, I guess it's two-part to the third question. So do you think um, a degree would make anything better? Like, is there is there a degree field that would help you be a better property manager? Or do you feel like that's not even a thing? Like, you, you, you shouldn't pursue higher education if you're going to do this because everything you should, that you need to learn is, you know, field-related. You, you need to be in it to learn it.
1: So... So it's a tough question, <laughs> um, and you know to ask. It's all because, opinionated,
0: but right, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a tough question to ask. But in my opinion, um, you know, it, it is important to have an education. Like, no, it's it's always important to have an education. It, what it doesn't matter what field you're in, mm-hmm. you know. So that's going to, you know, just give you more opportunities than somebody else, mm. you know, because of that degree. So. Um, as far as this, this industry specifically, um, I would say like a business degree, uh, that would be, that would be the degree that you would want to go for. Right. You know, like business administration, um, you know, getting, a, you know, even getting an MBA. Cause when you start looking at the higher, like, you know, regionals and vice presidents and executive directors and, you know, they all have degrees. Right. A majority of them have degrees. Um, not saying that, that every single one of them do right. I, I'm very familiar with, with many of them that do not have degrees but the reason why they got to where they are without the degree is because they had the experience and that's okay. and that is what's um, what's happened for me, you know, I don't have a degree mm-hmm. um, you know you would think that I do you know, because of everything that I've done in the industry not just property management but operations manager uh, you know, regional property manager. You know, I've been in those positions
0: uh, without a degree. Those are some deep positions. <laughs> they are. That's a lot yeah. of responsibility, especially when you're talking about regional. That's, yeah. that's a whole other level and than just McDonald's manager <laughs> yeah. right. or operations
1: manager, where I oversaw 232 apartment communities. Oh, you know, as Operations manager. You know, so you know those those positions. You know, usually are people that have to you know for people who have degrees, Uh, but because of my history and because of my expertise and the training and everything that I've learned, Mm -hmm. I was able to beat out candidates that had degrees. Wow. Because I I spent a lot more time in the industry because I didn't go to school and get my degree you know
0: so so it's 50/50 you would say depending 50/50. on the type of person you are yeah. uh, whether or not you're more partial to book smarts and sitting in the classroom as opposed to hands on then no <laughs> right.
1: and so you know for me I'm like if you're if you're wanting to get to you know just a property man, you know property manager level and you know or like a service manager level you know on the maintenance side You know, I don't think a degree is necessary. To answer your question, I don't think it's necessary. You know, I think that you can start young. If you have the drive, if you have the ambition, you can succeed fairly quickly in the industry. You know, but just make sure it's the right fit for you. You never want to get in a position that's not right because then it's not going to work out for both parties involved. So... And then on the other hand, if if you feel like, you know what, I don't want to be a property manager. I want to be a regional. I want to be a VP. I want to be an executive director. Mm -hmm. You know, if that that is your ultimate goal, then yes, get that degree. And you can get that degree while you're in the industry.
0: Right, right. You can always do it at the same time.
1: Exactly. Because the industry pays so well that you can work part-time, you can work full-time, still go to school and get your degree. And many, many, many of my employees have gotten degrees under me. Many. That's good. You know, and I mean, I, I can, I can, there's so many I can't even count, you know? <laughs> and a lot of them, it's funny, a lot of them, you know, they, they say they don't want to be in this industry. You uh-huh. know, they get, you know, a medical degree or they get like a accounting degree, you know, and they say they don't want to be in this industry, but you know, almost every single one of those went, you know, in the field of their degree mm. and then they came back to the industry.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. every the, single one of them wow so it's more or less like you were saying in the beginning it has to fit with you as a person as opposed to the money because I know a lot of people that want to get you know, nursing degrees and doctor, they're, they're more or less looking at the money than they are looking at what is it that they want to do with their life and does it fit with the personality so you would be more focused on the personality of the individual in the industry as a more than you know what they have knowledge wise or higher education that's interesting <laughs> so last question this is 3c yeah. <laughs> 3c 3c what made you not want to continue on and get your degree and stuff like that or are you still thinking about it because it's never too late right
1: um so it's like a two-part question you Yes, me. That's
0: like, why I was like seeing C- you know, like, D- Why like why why
1: did not why did I not pursue my my uh, degree? Mm-hmm. Um, well the main thing was life got in the way. Ah. life got in the way and you know I began to make excuses, you know, and, and I did want to make sure that I was providing for my wife and you know my child. You know, I have I have a daughter uh, and a son. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I was providing for them. So it, it, it was at the time it was like better for me to make sure that I'm providing for them with a, with a great job, you know, a steady income, um, a roof over their head. Um, you know, rather than pursuing, pursuing that degree, um, for me, if, you know, right now I feel like I have enough experience that I don't need a degree to get into the position that I want in this industry. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why I haven't gone back. However, If there was something in the future where I felt like, you know what, if the only way I'm going to be able to get that is get that degree, Mm -hmm. I will go back, you know? And so, and my wife would be supportive. She's talked to me about it. You know, she's like, of course, you know, if you want to go back, you can go back. That's only if I need it, right? you know, because, you know, I don't, at this point, I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Right.
0: (laughs) You're comfortable at this point. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So we're going to do a little bit of foreshadowing before I sure. end it today. um The next time I come to visit, mm-hmm. we're going to have to dive into the businesses that you've had. Sure. <laughs> because to sit here and, and hear that you've had businesses beforehand that were doing well and prosperous and you just jumped out of those, we got to dive into some of those businesses. So I look forward to talking to you again about this stuff And uh, thank you. I appreciate you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) So y'all have a good one. I shall talk to y'all later.